cliffcentral.com. Hi, I'm Steffi Nazwane, and you are listening to Be Lighted Show with Rami and Romeo on Cliff Central. And that is correct. Welcome to Be Lighted with Rami and Romeo. Mm. On the, yeah, yeah, definitely welcome. Yeah, um, good morning. Yeah, Romeo's here. As you can hear, he started talking immediately. <laughs> uh, and that's is that fine. a good thing? Well, I suppose it is. Hmm. I suppose it is that it, that you know at least you you still have your voice, so I'm not going to complain. Yeah, uh, you call yeah. It, you you call it the uh, uh, small miracles, regular. Actually, it's a regular miracles where you actually actually never take time to actually think. I've got a voice. Yeah. I can see. I can hear. Yeah. You know, unlike you wake up and suddenly the voice is gone, and you're supposed to perform a, an hour uh, later. No, that would be like that's witchcraft. That would be a disaster. No, that's witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good morning. Uh, how are you, Ramza? I'm good. How are you, my Ramza? All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Have uh, you been well? No, no, no. I'm always well. And okay, uh, yeah, so in case you listen to this podcast six six months from now, I'll still be well. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yes. I like the positivity that you are bringing to the table. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, you know, you, you must be motivated and personally engaged. The best way to motivate yourself. Did you just say like your title, the title of your book? No. Yes, that's what. Oh gosh, Yo, <laughs> anything to advertise, eh? Wow, wow. Yeah. Welcome wow. to Belighted, uh, and we always uh, appreciate uh, talking to you. And uh, our WhatsApp number is always zero seven nine seven four eight two zero nine zero. That's zero seven nine seven four eight two zero nine zero. And of course, uh, we always appreciate uh, your interactions on social media. Belighted show uh, on Instagram and Twitter, and of course, uh, belighted show with Rami and Romeo on Facebook. Yeah, that's where we are. Mm. And today we've got a, an amazing guest in studio. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tell me more about it. What do you? In case I'm not here. What? <laughs> it was just a, a conversation filler. Who is the guest? Tell us more about the. But guest. that's what I was doing. That's what I was doing. Okay, continue, Ram. Okay, guys, we have an amazing guest in studio. Yeah. And he is like very, very talented and everything that is nice and spicy. Yeah. He refuses to age. I don't know why. <laughs> I just think that people who refuse to age are actually rude people because they're just trying to live like hundreds of generations no. without changing face. Mm. Yeah. In fact, Pharrell learned from him. Right. Pharrell learned from him that this is not how you get old. Yeah. 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 He's a classic vampire. <laughs> I've known him for like more than 30 years of my life and he still looks the same way. Mm. I mean, yeah, there's a bit of gray hair here and there, but I mean, who cares? I've got gray hair. So that's fine. Where, that's acceptable uh, everywhere. Where? What do you mean everywhere? Gray hair where? Hey, on my head is gray. Yeah. I'm saying where because I can't even see a, not even a single gray hair. But you're looking head. at a wig. Durr. <laughs> Durr. You know men Let's sometimes continue. they can just stress you out. <laughs> so anyway, so we'll be talking to him about a whole lot of things that he's been doing in his life. Um yeah. I just feel like you know when you when you read someone's profile and it is like so long. Yeah. You get tired along the way. You're like, "Okay, fine. 
can someone give us a summary because this is just too much to take in mm. you know it's like a whole wikipedia thesis of some sort you yeah. know he can be a proper subject at school yeah, i was actually thinking yeah. his life could be put in a book definitely and people can learn a lot from him mm. but he's in studio today mm. and um yeah i don't know what maromza knows about him maybe you should tell us what you know about this guy uh, the thing is for me is uh, we, we're talking about someone who is not stuck in in what we call an actor's bubble and what that is is that you know what this man finds a way to reinvent himself you know he is not caught in his past excellence he pursues excellence he is what we call an interpret spirit an interpret spirit is someone who takes risks you know he can jump off a cliff without a parachute but he'll find a way to land safely he just might He's, he just said, that's me, that's me. That's, that's you, what? Thank you for the compliment. <laughs> okay, fine. But I didn't even say you can talk, you know that. But, but like. It's not like I is. Like, I can't like, say who I am. Yeah, no, we don't care. Yeah. Acknowledging compliments. No, no, just, just like wait, this. just wait. so ungrateful. <laughs> Eh? Ah, eh? guys, Rami's already making be, an impression on our guest. It's gonna be a bumpy ride with this guy because, like Maromza said, he's such a chanter, a risk taker, and yeah. everything completely unpredictable. Career redefined, huh? and yeah, and mm. we're going to talk to him. So, uh, drum roll, please. Ah, here you go, ladies and gentlemen. Today's studio. Yep. We've got the amazing, mm. the talented, yes. the versatile, yep. Muriski. Yeah. The one who you can never predict. Mm. He is very, very, uh, 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 strategic in what he does. Yes. Yeah. He's a surpriser. Yeah. He can catch you while you're not watching. Yes. He can surprise you with a whole lot of things. Mm. He has done it all mm. from acting yes. to directing mm. to assistant directing. Mm. Goodness, he's trained anywhere and everywhere. Mm. He has survived the fall of the SABC. <laughs> Now that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> and he's still standing. Yes. After all of that. Mm. He has been, he's played himself. Yes. He's played many characters. Yes. Flip, he's even played a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Talk about immense talent. Huh? Yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, in studio today. Yes. We've got. The one who comes yeah. in a nice package. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, mm. the ever amazing, yes. the ever talented, yep. the ever sexy, mm. the full body tattooed, um, <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Neo uh. Matsuyane. Mutu mutu. Omar. This is the longest introduction I've ever had. No, it's not. I felt like somebody was reading my obituary, which is oh, 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 my, my, my CV. Do you know how yeah. long my CV is? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm looking at the time, like I'm 15 minutes into the program, I haven't said hello. Rems, <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what we do. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Nail. Thank you. Good morning to everyone. The, you need to understand you are very important to the show. My word. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. With all humility. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, no, I forgot to say he's a voiceover artist in, st- in case you start hearing all the sexy voices Amongst coming other out. things. Yeah. Amongst Amongst other things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he speaks a whole lot of languages. Yeah. Nail. Yes, ma'am. Can I just tell you something, honestly? Please. 
I know where Sterkspreit is. <laughs> it is in the middle of nowhere. nowhere. I know, yeah. It's far from everything. It is, it is far from far. Yeah, yeah. You know when, you, when far is here? It reminds me of that Star place uh, is in there. Shrek that says called Far, Far Away. Yeah, it's, far, it's like a land far, 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 far away. away. Yes. Yeah, when you ask people, where is this place? They say, hey, it's far. Yeah. What I know about Stark Spray is uh-huh. that, first, it has one of the most confused weathers. Mm-hmm. Stark Spray can snow today. Yeah. And then tomorrow you wake up, the sun is out. And completely. And the mountains. snow has disappeared. Completely. Yeah. Surrounded by a whole lot of mountains. Mm-hmm. And... Another thing is that you, there's no official language in Sturkspray because people speak Kosa <laughs> and Sutu. Mm. So you don't know, Shap Shap, what's the language in Sturkspray? Because it's on the brink of... It's at the bottom, bottom of Lesotho and Free State and the top of, of South Africa. The at the Transcar, yes. yeah. You know, the so mm. it's so the Eastern Cape. In between, very much like Matati as well. Exactly. Right, right, Because right. people are fluent in all languages, whether yeah. it's Kosa or Sutu. Mm. People, most of the people there are fluent in all languages equally. Yeah. And that's also where my natural yeah. languages come from. Because mm. yeah. I was doing subjects in South, uh, South Sutu there because I left Setswana here. But at the same time, I would go with them across in the same class and yeah. I would read his Kosa books just to say, how do you interpret this language? Because yeah. the only way to understand a people's culture mm. is first to know their language. Right. Yeah, and you know true. how to address them. Mm. You know, because language comes with culture and also comes with mannerisms. Right. With everything else that you stand for as an individual. So. Mm. If Rami comes to me and starts saying Tobela, mm. already if she's gonna clap and she's gonna say Tobela, then my response has to be mm. equal to what she's giving me right. in terms of respected magnitude, mm. as opposed to something like hello mm. or hi, which we don't have <laughs> in our languages actually in African languages. No, we don't. So <clears throat> there's a low, whole lot of embracing someone and and, and recognizing their spirit yeah. in right. the moment you say Dumela, Dumela Horikiting, agree to my presence. Yes, yeah. yes, you know mm. and. Uh, that's why we say okay. So are you here? So yes, I'm yes, here. I'm, I'm here. present. Kidding. Kidding. Not I'm you know, so there's all this whole new dynamism that comes with language and also that's something that came in very handy in my career as a filmmaker. Yeah. To be able to speak and understand languages because there's so yeah. much nuance yeah. that comes with language and also um so much culture especially if you're going to be creative and making movies you need to understand why certain things can't be done in that context mm. yeah that's why it's so important for us to be able to tell to tell our own stories right because there's so much subtext that we sometimes yeah. miss when yeah. people are making them because they have no point of reference in yes. as far as that cult, particular culture mm. is concerned mm. so you end up with a lot of misinterpretation of culture and people switch off immediately right yeah. no matter how big the mm. movie can be mm. yeah. but as soon as it becomes culturally irrelevant or insensitive or yeah it becomes culturally insensitive which is mm. also includes bastardizing language and everything else mm. then people st- you, you turn off mm. and yeah. i can tell you that like so many movies that have been made about south africans and about south african but icons the language mm. but the language mm. because south africans are very sensitive hey, about their yo, language hey, hey, hey. language you language don't play culture. Yeah. in south africa the language culture is quite big because mm. it's been a big center of politicization as well where mm. we come from you know yeah. language has been something else if romeo mabasa was in Tonga, then he used to live in zone eight Netherlands and was forced to live there yeah. Yeah. Rona, we lived in Zone Nine Midlands because of Sotho. Mm. Mm. That created a yeah. cultural. I mean, look at Sochanguve as well. you know, mm. and that created uh, some kind of antagony amongst the South African races themselves. Yeah, yeah. and distance as well mm. because then it meant I couldn't learn mm. what Rami's culture is like yeah. because she lived next door or was not allowed to live there because yeah. of. 
What language uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the last time I checked, Rami and I were running this show. <laughs> so let's uh, kind of like bring it back. No, no, no. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Rami to say, <laughs> no, no, let's take like it him. back. No, no, we are going to take it back. We are going okay. to Can you please back. not end but our show before it even starts? No, 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 but no, but what now? No, no, before you actually take it back. Yeah. Because in, speak, you, 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 you raised a very important issue. Speaking of languages. Yeah. yeah. Because it is not even about the, the the hard corners of mm. what people are talking about mm. is in the basic things. The basic yeah. things, just the saying, new ones. Just saying hello, mm. like hello. the greetings, because Rena in suit radumela or ratobela raitova is to be you humble, you humble yourself, yourself in, the presence in the presence of, of the other because yes. you are acknowledging their presence. Mm. And when the Zul says saubona, it's like I see you. I see mm. you, and yeah. can you see me too? Can you see me too? Exactly. Then you know you have an alibi. Yeah. I'm here. I'm present. I see you. Yeah. yeah. Between nine and ten, yeah. you can't say I killed so and so in Soweto because yeah. I was in studio. I was, yeah. yeah. You recognize exactly. my presence, mm. my, my exactly. presence. Mm. Mm. So basically, this whole namaste thing, we've been doing it. We've been doing we it. We are doing it. We are the ones yeah. doing it. Mm. But, but like I say, also, it's if you understand what goes into that language, into that greeting, then it's easier to also rep- to respect the person's culture. Yes. Mm. Because then you know where they're coming from and why they say rehona, even or lekai, even though you're talking pula. Pluralizing mm. someone who's in singular because yeah. that makes them more important than mm. you are at that point. Mm. Yes, mm. true. It also speaks to I think uh, you notice how when you you know people's surnames, yes, you know you know that a a Kiza is a Kacheni. Immediately when you greet people like that, yeah. they uh, stop whatever they are yeah. doing because you're yeah. touching a very spiritual side yes. of yes. where they come from. You're talking mm. about their lineage, their ancestry, mm. their the, the everything that they represent, the only thing that they will take with them to their grave. Yeah. That's why True. sometimes I'm very sensitive when people say, my surname is Matsunyani, not Motsunyani. Because your name is the first and the last thing that you take with you to your grave. Yeah. We even write it on top of your grave. Yeah. Here lies the remains of Neo yeah. yeah. you know? yeah. So it's important for people to get it right. Yeah. Yes. As well, so that they know who you are. Mm. Because if they're going to call me Neo or something mm. else, mm. then I'm not the same person as I was when I presented myself. If I say I'm Neo M. Matsunyani, yeah. and then you're going to call me Neo Mutsunyani. That's somebody else. But also, yeah. that's my personality gone. Let's talk about the passion. You, you, yeah. you see how passionate you are about what you're saying and how about you, I'm you, passionate you embrace, about life in general. Embra- embrace do, culture. <laughs> but also, uh, mm-hmm. Empowering others to know how to treat you, yeah. because you talk, especially it borrows from what you're saying. Yes. You say you need to teach people how to spell, how to write your name and send exactly. But also, how has the Western culture influenced mm-hmm. how we take our culture yeah. seriously, uh, especially the way you do? It has influenced us because we cannot divorce ourselves from interacting with other human beings yeah. of other mm. nationalities, whether they be black, white, or coming from whichever different part of the continent or world. Yeah. So, but that interaction does not mean you should lose your own mm. uh, self, your own culture, your own history, your sense of belonging where you come from, because nothing is as bad as not feeling a sense of belonging. Yeah. yeah. Even in a relationship. Yeah. You know, if you don't belong, you don't feel yourself as part of a relationship, whether yeah. it's with an, uh, someone that you're intimate with or your mm. family mm. or your spiritual connections or the people that you work with. If there is no sense of camaraderie between two people, yep. then there is, there's going to be blockages in how your spirit mm. reacts to their other person. Yeah. yeah. You know, so now also now we're faced with. <clears throat> The dynamics where we have to interact with white people and black people and, and everywhere, but we also have a, a history hmm. as a people, but also a history of interaction with 
people at some level where we were not liked yeah. were apartheid mm. um you know put in certain values or mindsets or ways of thinking into other people and but at the same time when that apartheid ended unlike they did what they did in germany in germany what they did apparently is that they introduced um some kind of lessons and schooling into the germans to show them how wrong nazism is yeah or how wrong right. Nazism was you know to mm. say come on the entire country say they reintroduced a new system of education mm. to accommodate that mm. we haven't done that we yeah. didn't do it we're, still, we're not we're even like, talking about it we're mm. just going so our anger as those that came before Mandela um, stuff is very, it hasn't been solved or addressed. Mm. The people who imposed the same anger on us are also like, that's why they can do what they like and still wave the old flag because they're like, we don't care. They never had that kind of re-education that says respect this man. Exactly. So you Mm. guys were wrong. Acknowledge, but at the same time, don't stay there. Let's rectify our attitude first. Mm. And when I talk about attitude, I also go into another um, field that I'm very passionate about. Attitude also goes with uh, gender-based violence. Mm. Yeah. If you teach your son from an early age to say, do not, the woman is as equal as you and just respect the female for being female and for being an individual. Yeah. So that, that boy's attitude changes how he reacts amongst other females. Mm. And that is another passion that I'm doing, that I'm talking about, that I'm also going to be doing and filming going forward. Talking to men mm. of all races and stuff about gender-based values and issues to say, guys, what happened in Africa? You know, gender-based violence yeah. is something that has been, it's been yeah. very bad. It used yeah. to be punishable even way back before civil, uh, this yeah. modern kind of westernization came yeah. to us. Mm. You know, no pattern like a home we used to be yeah. if you hit there was a, a penalty yeah. Yeah, there was a yeah. but nowadays yeah, it's, like it's become more habit than anything mm. else yeah. yeah i always say when i give talks some sometimes say people we, uh, the african thing says it's a it takes a village to raise a child but yeah. it's becoming now a village to rape a child and oh that is about, you know what i'm saying mm. so now so until we start with those attitudes of our young voices mm. Young boys, teach them from a young age the same kind of education that people took with them to the mountains. The ones yeah. that we learned in the mountains. Yes. Right, right. It's not there anymore. When you're going mm. to the mountains, it wasn't just about circumcision. It was yeah. about it was teaching lessons, lessons yeah. and teaching and them like, values. this mm. is how men behave. Mm. These are the values of life. Mm. But now that education is gone because of the influence that we were spoken about earlier right, and the people right. that we interact yeah. with. Mm. Yeah. Because there was so, it became commercialized and diluted. And, and very diluted. Yeah. So yeah. initiation became Circumcision first, and that was not the case because mm. it came yeah. the whole of it. But now that school, mm. that African yes, school, circumcision of thought, was actually a mark. Yeah, no, like, exactly, it's, like, it's a very small like, part of the like, whole thing. It's like that a cert- to show certificate that you've been there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, your, your stamp of your, your yeah. SABS. Yeah, your, yeah, your yeah. stamp of approval. Yeah, he's been there. But at the same time, it also influenced how you behaved around women, especially if you knew that you'd been to the mountain. Then there are certain things that are expected of you because you are supposed to know better. Mm. You're supposed to yeah. have been matured or, you know, been given an education that will help you as a man mm. to be responsible, to be accountable and not yeah. to be violent and to be a responsible family man or a responsible citizen. Mm. But now that education is gone. Yeah. We're not putting it back into our into school our curriculum. Yeah. And are we surprised that children are doing things that they don't know of? We mm. should be worried. So where is that education <laughs> gone? Because mm. these children are, are very different. They're not the same way as we were. They're on social media, having access to things and stuff like that. So it's important for us to, yeah, yeah. to yeah, to, to, you know, to be in touch with our spirituality and our connections and the things that are around us. Do you yes. want to say something because I yes. speak forever. Yes, you do. No, I know. Def- I'm, I'm loving it. No, I don't know. No, I'm looking at you. I'm like, I'm waiting, waiting no, for I'm, you to pause no, so you pause. can interject. Pause. Pause. Stop. Tell me so. We yeah. are talking to Neo Matsunyane. Neo M. Neo M. 
There's a reason for that. Mundu. Mundu. Yes, yes. But you know why I call Mr. Emotiani? Yes. If you go on Facebook, for instance, and say Neomotiani, there's like 100. Yeah, yeah. or something like that. And mm. all of them were named yeah, after you. me. Mm. Oh. And all of them, I'm related to them. Oh, my. But, and they're my relatives. I know, I know all of all the Neomotiani, but now I had to be different. Yeah, like, which Neo M. Motiani? Yeah. But it also yes. sounds like, like, you know, Michael J. Fox. Yeah, yeah. F. Neo M. So don't forget the M. No, 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 no. Neo M. No, no, no. If I even on my, when you do credits on television, I'm like, M, 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 please. Because then it says who I am. So yeah in, If you thought we we're going to be talking about acting And stuff like that Well yeah that's not going to happen We can but I don't mind No no okay. no I want, I want us to go somewhere else bef- Because I, I, I Yeah we do things in a very weird way here Really Okay <laughs> Mr. Neo M Yes ma'am yeah, now I have to say Neo M, not no, just right. Neo. You can say, if you can say Mr. Mutsunyani, you know. Mr. Mutsunyani. Mr. Mutsunyani. Yeah. Okay, yes, then, then moving from, then you move from Stark Sprite and then you ended up Kobuputazwana. Yeah, Komafiki. Komahiki. Komahiki. And how was the transition growing from uh, being in Stark Sprite? To my game. And to my game because my game was, I think my you know, Buputazwana was a city. Yeah. It was a proper. <laughs> Buputazwana, Mabatu, Mabatu guys. Was yeah. Can I tell you, my first trip to Mabatu, yeah, I couldn't close my mouth. I was like, mm. so wow. are you saying black people <laughs> live here? Live here. <laughs> because it looked amazing. It really yeah. did. Yeah. And now, when you're coming from the mountains of the confused weather of Sterspreet, and then now you are in my game. Yeah, hey, I think hot my, <laughs> like it. it is. Yo, yes, it's very hot. My biggest transition, I think, Rami came when I moved to Starkspray. Actually, from Johannesburg to Starkspray, that mm. was my Yo. biggest cultural. Oh, hang on, what is here? For starters, everything is slow. Yeah, yeah but besides, even like for instance, Gohai, uh, when I was young, we had electricity from when I was very like very young yeah. we, I, we never had a, a, a cold stove at my house mm. yeah no 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 no. even growing up 1970 71 you already had electricity with yeah. only housing with electricity in zone 9 Maryland's so wow. even, uh, yeah no 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 no, no. we were bourgeois before you know come on we were like Zimbabwe we had taros yeah. and then we had gravel I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding, I'm kidding. but yeah, wow. yeah so and then I went to a place where there was no electricity at all yeah, and I was young because when I went to the Tonsky, I was only eleven years old. Mm. Yeah, and but also the reasons were 77, 76, 77 in Mzabalazo, the in the township. That's They're why like my dad. Yeah, there was like child. you're not gonna get an education in Johannesburg, so that's mm. why they posted me to Stuxbury. Yeah, but then the change was very different because like yes, it was rural for the first time in a long time. I mean, ever I was eleven years old, living in a one the most rural area I'd yeah. ever been to, and I was like, oh wow, and I have to. You know, school is far, and, yeah. and, and, and it's a whole thing now. We, we, now water, we don't press a kettle anymore. You gotta pump the primer stove. I gotta hey, learn how to do hey, the primer hey, stove hey, now. Hey. I'm eleven because I wake up in the morning and school is far, and so all the dynamics, my modern, yeah. um, even the small luxuries that you have at home that you wake up when you wanna make a cup of coffee, you press a kettle. Yeah, that was that's something that small became very significant. That yeah. I need to either light up a proper primer stove or make a proper fire. Would you and say then, that? Okay, would you so say? Would you say that uh, the balance? 
mm-hmm. you know, from the bourgeois to, to yeah, uh, it, it contributed to the grounded uh, spirit that I you are. I so because um, because I very nice because I was quite privileged you know, in quotes mm. at the time in 1977, 76, you know, when we had electricity and stuff like that. Because not every house had some of those little luxuries. Even something like a television was a luxury at some yeah. time, you know. And you were one of those two houses in the whole street that had television. Yeah. But you know, and uh, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, that kind of grounded me because. I knew what it was to have almost everything and I went to a place where I already had almost nothing except a place to sleep. Because mm-hmm. at the same time when I left to go to this place, my dad remarried. It was after my divorce, his divorce from my mom. Yeah. So when I came back and all of a sudden he, he was, he lived with a, a, another woman. I was like, Oh, how? Because he oh, said to me, guy. no, no, you know what my dad said? <laughs> this guy, uh, he says to me, uh, dude, when you come back, um, I was like, Oh, okay. I'm 10. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. I go back, I come back, uh, I go to the trans guy six old. months later. No, I'm fucking the album, photo albums, and like, how oh, this guy had they a white lady. Yeah, I didn't know there was a wedding. <laughs> no, because he said the, this lady would be staying. And Castuano, yeah. he doesn't yeah. mean I'll be marrying yeah. or yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, when I came back, he's like, hey, dude, he has photo albums. How do you, do you made a song, song, song? Yeah, you made a song, song, song without you. And now, again, as a child, I'm 10. What does that mean? Quick adaptation. Okay, yeah. I got new mom, boom. You know, but at the same time, do we filter such things that we put onto our children or that we absorb as children at that age? Yeah. That also changes your attitude because in the trans guy, I lived with family friends, not relatives or uh-huh, school or anything. Uh-huh. Now, that further humbles you more because mm. you have no one to run back to or if anything happens yeah, when yeah. the foot hits the shan, you know, there's nobody to <laughs> run back to and you're like, oh my goodness. Then you learn to humble yourself even more because access to the world was also controlled. Yeah, when for, for me to call my dad, I needed to go to town, which was like a 45-minute walk away and I needed to have 10-cent coins and then you'd wind it up. Hello, hello, Fagi Mali. And sometimes mm-hmm. you can't find him. Yeah. <laughs> Don't exactly, you know, because only, I could only call him at work. We didn't have phones at the time. Yeah. 78 was way too back yeah. then. So when you try and reach out to the world as well, the world humbles you and says, I'm sorry, we can't get your dad on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. And now that's another month of, my goodness, I don't have any pocket money because the last one you had, you made a phone call, so you can't get. So it also puts you in very extreme situations sometimes. Yeah. And you have to make live under those situations because otherwise you're dead. Hmm. Some, so it ends up with, that's why some other people end up, Taking abuse in their relationships, yeah, because there's because no there's other nothing alternative, else. nothing else to go back to outside. No, yeah. some exactly. have become uh, either whether it's by uh, financially dependent or even emotionally dependent. Mm. Some people, you, know, you get, you do get emotionally dependent on some people because without them, sometimes you can't, you can't function. There are no options. There are no options. Are no options. Yeah. Mm. People don't talk. You know what I mean about men, especially. Yeah. Now, men, women have a lot of things that they can and that do talk about. But yeah. men, yeah. when it comes to the things that affect us the most, nope. and we're like, because we always thinking this, well. uh, we want to look weak. But you know why that why that happens? Yeah, it shouldn't because sometimes people use your vulnerability hmm. against you. Yes, yes. you True. you come to Rami or you remember him and Rami. You know what, men, I've had a bad month. Mm. I've had a bad month, my brother. Mm. Please, man, I just need. Just can you just give me two hundred bucks? Get hell again. And then I mm. pick up the phone. Like, oh no 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 no! The way mm. it comes up is like yo, neutrally away. Let me find He was so out. down and out. He was mm. like, like I was having two bad days. It's mm. not two bad days. It's not twenty years. Mm. You know, but it's also how it gets interpreted. But yes. then it goes further, yes. and then you feel vulnerable because now somebody 
has taken something that is, which is your biggest uh, moment of vulnerability and mm. turned it into a joke to boost their own egos. Yeah. And but now it's very difficult for people yeah, to open up. And with men and egos, you don't. Mm. Yeah, no, no, you, yeah, you can't. You can't, you can't. because yeah. it uh, it means he can't fend for himself. Yeah. It means he, it makes him feel uh, him feel inferior mm. to yes. say because men we want to believe we are the only providers that we can provide. Mm. And that moment when when the reality of something happens like that, where you can't do what you think you can do or you're born to do, mm. it really gets to you. And yeah. it gets you, it hits you hard. I have always said that uh, <clears throat> when you need help, mm-hmm. and the point that the point is, you go through your phone and you actually, of all the two hundred and fifty names you have in your phone, you even like one person to call. Yeah. That's a big problem. It is. And 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 at this, and at the end of the day, I always say you are surrounded by so many people, but you are always alone. Yeah, but yeah. I think also people, our fears, we need to overcome our fears as well. Sometimes, yeah. you know, Roms, I've known you. We spoke a lot on social media, but there were times when you could have oh, that. We can connect as well yeah. But at the same time It's also that level of comfort To say How well do I know this guy As yes. we grow up also You also change friends That's mm-hmm. the other yeah, thing you know. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden Rami's met with this friend That You've only known me for a month They don't know you You don't know if you could, can open up to me yeah. or not yeah. Yeah. And you're the closest one I do So there's only this much That I open up to yeah. So you never actually end up Getting to know me better As a person Because it takes a little while longer But at the same time You are going through some hardships yeah. That you can't even share With mm. other people mm. But at the same time over the years, I've also learned that amongst those, in as much as sometimes you think that there's nobody to talk to, yeah. try somebody. You'll be surprised yeah. sometimes how people, some, uh, how one person can sometimes open up. But sometimes people are also, you know, not waiting, not, they don't know who to open up to because also the, in this, in these modern times, there's also financial pressures. There's also yeah. family. There's also this and that. Mm. So mm. friends don't, don't even find enough opportunity to meet. Correct. Just to meet in general on a mm. social level. Hey, Roms, come, let's have lunch together. Yeah. It has, everything has to be planned. Mm. And only to find that actually the best meetings that I've ever seen happen are the ones that were never planned. Ah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? But and also, yeah. also, you know what I find? I, I actually was invited to come and talk to men. Yeah. And one of the issues that we were battling with is why do we disappear when we struggle? Yeah. You know, we find that you post less on social media, you mm-hmm. don't go out uh-huh. because you are kind of like going through Into a difficult time yeah. versus, you know what, guys, I am struggling, but yeah. here's my plan. Again, I think, like I say, it's that fear of vulnerability. You say you will be, uh, it's tunes, you know, will people respect yeah. you when yeah. you, when you can't? Yeah. Nobody, you so know, so it's all those, yeah. you know, and maybe but if you're in a relationship or if you're married, I know, mm. and now you're married and you're like, yeah, he's being provided for by the partner and now all that, you know, some people can't take certain things because of the history that we come from yeah. or because of what we think <laughs> is right for a man to exactly. do. And here there are some guys that I know that would like literally took the job of being the house husband. Yeah. Because definitely. they were that good at it. You know, yeah. Yeah. I know a guy who's a teacher and the, husband, the wife was like, dude, you're a better housekeeper than I am. I'm working and we cool. Can we? And it's cool. Mm-hmm. But other guys will still stand and laugh as if they understand the dynamics of that family. As if like, as if it's something to be ashamed yeah, because, of. Because like, it's the system that was the, okay. The, the guy needs to provide yeah. the needs to be and at home. Mm. Be at the home. couple was comfortable with it and they did it. Mm. And it's working for them. So yeah. I know a lot of guys who are like, hey, I, but, I, I, but you know what? You are not in the position. You don't know what's there. You don't know what you're saying. You Exactly. Oh, guys, we're talking to Neo M. Matsunyane, Mr. Matsunyane in studio. And we're just having like such a beautiful conversation. I even like, 
like I'm, you know, unbelated. We don't line up questions no, no, no. and say yeah. this is what we're going to ask and all of that. Mm. But now, I want us to talk about your love for the arts, which is also going to lead us to the kind of movies and projects that you're doing now, mm-hmm. based on your passions, especially on gender-based violence, yes. on raising uh, good boys yes. to come better and strong and very focused men and all of that. But yeah. now. You walk 45 minutes to go make a phone call. And now, when and how does your love for for the arts start or what? Is it yeah. because you are alone? You started talking no, no. to the pawns and uh, pens. Let me just nip it right there. Yeah? It goes back to before I went to the Bundus. Aha. Um, when I was about seven years old, my mom used to be a part of what was called the Soweto Housewives League. Okay. Hey, I, 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 I push us all <laughs> the What was that? Explain that. What was even that? It's like a, um, the, 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 it's a women's league kind of thing, but with no mm. political affiliation. Uh-huh. Right. His main job was to uh, up, uh, uh, social upliftment. Right. Raise funds for people. Not like, who it's like society, but no, 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 no not but internal. It, but it's like, because I remember we used to take food and parcels to uh, transit homes, you know, where people are underprivileged. Yeah, people. yeah, yeah. So on mm. singing Christmas carols and stuff like that. My mom was actually one of the first original creatives that I worked with. She wrote a script, a five minutes not sketch. Yeah. In which I acted, lay some of my friends around. <laughs> so my acting started when I was seven yeah, years old, and yeah. my mom was doing the sketch to entertain the people who would Your come. Your mom is the bow wow, eh? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and she. I used to write some stuff for when she was in the Nesco Baraguanas Hospital just to raise funds, and, he, and she acted in some, you know, some little sketches that they yeah. did. I mean, I, we still even have pictures of her. I remember wearing my dad's suit. I was like, "Man, what are you doing with my dad's suit on stage?" Like they were act, she was acting on stage, Baraguanas Hospital, raising funds for whatever it is that they were doing. Wow. Mm. So my first acting and uh, acting job was with my mom when I was seven years old, and she was teaching me. Stuff. Okay, and then after that, then. Hatla, we started a little drama as the very same guys, little sketch when we vacationing. We called it Stranded Sun. But we used to read magazines like Stuff Rider where they used yeah. to write little sketches. And I remember in one of the Stuff Rider magazines that we had, we stole the names of the characters that they had <laughs> to create yeah. our own story. But we stole the names like Hey, believe two months. They sounded nice because the magazine is Stuff Rider. So the story was also about Thuggery and the, how living in the township could affect you into being yeah. something else. Yeah. So the names of they had to be funky but be also relevant to the yes, times we yes, lived in. Yeah. So from Stranded Sunny, that's when we started acting. I, I was in like, um, how old was I? About 10, or 10 years old, mm. acting in this little yeah. uh, sketch, molecationing that entertained a lot of people because we used to travel to, to, to go and perform yeah. But then at the time, then Vinolia Mashejo's father, yes, Collins Mashejo, yeah. the quintessential. Mm. Oh, the uh, that man, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. you know, that was one of the most talented people that I've ever seen and ever worked with. Mm. He liked our story so much that he came to quote us at my wow. house, Mogarajing. Wow. And, um, um, he lived next to one of my friends called Roni Mabitzela, who was my one of my, my actually my first director ever, mm. and yeah. after my mother when we started doing this. But Kwanis Mashiko, he came dedicatedly every week, at time I live in earlier, yeah. to come and see how he performed. And he was like, no, because he used to perform in a couple of uh, professional stage productions at the time, uh, directed by the legendary that is Sam Mangwani. Right. Yes, so yes. they used to perform over Unfaithful Woman yeah. and all the mm. other shows that they did. And mm. I saw those. My family as well, from a very young age, they used to take us 
to watch shows with Gibson Kenton. Yeah. I remember watching Musicalo, How Long, yeah, all the shows that were done before a lot of people were born. Yeah. <laughs> but that also, that was my introduction to theater. Because yeah. Touch go, my blood. Yeah, we used to go to uh, Mufulo, uh, Mufulo Hall, AA2 Cinema, just to, to go and watch these stage performances. Yeah. So, my father, because he loved theater, and my mother, because she loved acting in it, we were always out at the theaters. I used to go to movies, you know, from a very young age, go to right. Avalon, go to Lyric, in, you know, and at the same time, then my school acting, I, I, I never stopped acting. When I went to the trans guy, they were like, what can you do? You know, coming from Joburg. You're like, guys. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll just you show you. Yeah. And they wanted to raise funds. And something. so I actually recreated the entire show that I was acting in. Into what right. No, 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 no. Okay. I cast people, my fellow schoolmates. How, how, how? Producer, director, act- I was 12. Like 10, 10, 12. I was 12 old. at the time. And yeah. I started, that was my first directing to say, what I, I will recreate what yeah. I would be heading to yeah. work. And yeah. it played well. Yeah. And that was it. It was like, oh, wow. You know, I saw my yeah. first directorial debut. Was, I was 12. Mm. Amazing. Yeah, I was in what 10. I, what I love I'm about... Sorry. Yeah. Seven, so seven. What I love about your life is you've kind of like have always been in the right place at the right time. Yeah, but I also didn't know what to do because I wanted to be a doctor. But you see, the importance, <laughs> the importance of that. I would never see, come to you as a doctor. <laughs> you don't even strike me. I'm glad I didn't because I wouldn't uh, not allow it. <laughs> a belated, <laughs> a belated moment for me yeah. is. You know, you gotta use every channel and resource around, around you, you to help you define who you want to become. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, however small an opportunity that you get to maximize your potential, hmm. however limited your resources are or can be at that particular point in time in your life, yeah. you start, you need to start trying to maximize them. I mean, we, we did a bunch of education in Goskulum. Hmm. And at the same time, hmm. but, if I, because I knew I wanted to be in the industry, or you also needed to learn how to speak properly. Yeah. I'm not saying you should speak English like a, like a white person, it's but fine. at the same time, you can't afford and to be playing to be the black characters all the time. You need yeah. to be able and understood. So we need to learn to speak properly say, oh, you, you know, sound discrimination, how to speak, and without sounding like you all come from a private school. But at the same time, you needed to make yourself heard. That's the, the two, an actor's most expensive tool is his voice. Yeah. You right. need to be heard properly. So people come saying, what did he say? You know, mm. you cannot be yeah. saying things that cannot be heard if your job is an actor. So, everything that I've done so far, because I'm also very involved in uh, performing the recitations and uh, all yeah, that, I became ah. quite popular with performances. So, when I got to the Transkai as well, when I went to high school to do my standard eight, some other guys was like, hey man, small boy, because I was always the youngest in class. Uh-huh. I started school when I was four. So one of the guys were doing a stage play in, in when I went to high school, and this guy said, hey, small boy, come here, you come, you come from Jubek and you look like you fly, you know, because I used to excel a lot, when was, especially with English recitations. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Captain, my Captain. You know, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh. Pimelo Mutina's father yeah. was my teacher. Uh-huh. Wow. He drilled old Captain oh, Mike Captain into like my your head. Name, your in, name dropping? You know, 1977. I still know hey. it by. No, no, I'm dropping. I know. But you know no, I'm not dropping like, Pimelo Mutina's no, no. name. She's my friend. <laughs> no, no, but what I'm saying is that. No, no, but that's what Robbie said because it's yeah. like all of a sudden, everyone that you say so and so was, we're like, ah, we know that one. And so and so did this. Ah, yeah. we also know that one. Yeah. Wow. So you're just like the star. You know. Mm. 
So what no, the <laughs> thing is, what they did is like then when I go to the Transkai also when I go to, when I go to Stealth Spray, they were like, What can you do? So I performed Oh Captain My Captain. Yeah. But Pimara's father had drilled it into my head so much that if we didn't come with a performance, it came with a with a hiding. Yeah. So oh. every time I said, Oh Captain, my captain. Yeah. It became a performance of note. And they'd be like, Matsuyana Mona, you're not feeling this. <laughs> and then, you know, you get a yeah. until I yeah. felt it. But that also was like, oh, wow. So I came with a very different performance. Yeah, we kept anyway when I went there because of the background that I had from Collins yeah. Mashiko. Yeah. Mm. So my performances were kind of, they kind of stood out as well, you know, in, in, in a way. So I started acting in that drama as well when I was in Standard 8. And when I left, my, that's when, after Standard 8, because now I was doing science subjects, that's when I had to go to Buputatswana. Yeah. Yeah. So the change for me there was like, oh, okay, better than Jobek, but not as beautiful as Jobek. You know, that's, that's yeah, me yeah, with yeah, my Jobek yeah, mind. Yeah. But very different from where I'd come. Yeah. Also because the languages now were different. Now I had to study South Sutu because I was in the, tra- in the Ghost Express. Ghost Express. Then I got now to my figure and it was like Tuana. hardcore Setuana. Mm. Yeah. It's like hardcore Setuana hey, that I had never come across. Like, Whoa, You know, I'm like, hey, what are they saying? So it came with a lot of challenges as yeah. well. Yeah, and you know, I remember when I got into the first Setuana uh, lesson, they were asking me who I was. And this woman, uh, this teacher was like, Matsunyan, I was like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, oh my word. He, he just two languages in one line <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. Yeah. and um but then i made the point say i will master my language mm. and yeah. that's why when it comes to Setswana now and i'm like ah you can't nah, even. You and can't i made it. the point that in like i speak very good Setswana, i think quite right. good. no you do but you so do. at the same then that led me into doing other things that were outside my scope then i started translating then i started subtitling but that all came with the knowledge of languages that i yeah, yeah. that so leads became better that leads me, me in to the uh, the artist bubble yeah, and the artist bubble where I think you, one thing that you got right yeah. was not get stuck in doing one thing no. and reinventing yourself because I think also uh, as an actor or a thespian yeah. and you kind of like are always looking where your next role is going to come from. Yeah. Uh, the question is, what do you do while you wait? And exactly. I think you 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 mastered that, and I think that for me was one of the reasons why I really wanted us to talk to you today. Okay, yeah. And the thing is also my mentor, the late John Rogers, mm-hmm. was very responsible in a way for what I would become. Yeah, um, he was very frank and very uh, honest in his thinking and in his questioning as well, um, but also quite diplomatic sometimes. He was saying, um, "So where do you see yourself in ten years?" That was the first question he asked me when right. he saw me sitting on a dolly that didn't even have a camera, and I was doing Malunya one. Yeah. So I was sitting there pretending like I was on a dolly and shooting yeah. a movie. And he yeah. said, where do you see yourself in 10 years? And I said to him, I think I'll be directing in mm. 10 years. And he says, really? So what are you going to do about it? I said, eh, I don't know. I'll go to Pretoria Tech and study drama. And he said to me, like, no. get yourself a driver's license. Yeah. Okay. And he said to me, I can teach you more drama than Pretoria Tech ever will. Yeah. Get yourself a driver's license. Okay. But at the same time, I also looked at myself in the screen. I was like, you know what? I'm short. I can't play Danny DeVito all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't play a school kid all the time. Yeah. There's going to be a time where I'm going to have to play adult, but I'm still going to look young. And it became a problem, but I had to anticipate that. Okay. Yeah. To say, and I'm not the tall, I'm as tall as Romeo, hmm. and, but I'm not as short as a uh, baby Jake. I'm somewhere <laughs> in between. <laughs> you know, but at the same time, it's also knowing your strong points and your hmm. weaknesses, but also knowing what you wanted to get. The first yeah. thing John asked me to do was, what do you want to be? And I said, I wanted to direct. So, he also helped channel my energies to what, what I, to, towards what I wanted to achieve in life with as minimal resources as I had because 
one of the things I did was uh, when I was still in Standard 8, I went to the what was called, which is now the National School of the Arts. I yeah. got to the National School of the Arts as I walked in and from this lady sitting on the desk, I'm like, hi ma'am, with my... Kind of what did they used to call it? The school uh, of National, National School of Speech and Drama or something like that. Yeah. It was a very mm. long name. It was there, yeah. yeah. So when I got into the, de- into the desk, I said, hi ma'am, I'm... Well, my JC certificate at the time in standard yeah. eight. I'm like, yeah. okay, then yeah. I, you can allow you to go into the next school, you know. Right. Ma'am, I did very well in standard eight. What do I need to get into the school? This lady was so embarrassed. The white lady was like, it's a government school. I was like, oh, okay, so, um, yeah, what, what do I need to get into a government school? No, and no, she said, you just put your name down. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, 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 like, what you'd say there, but you know what she said? Yeah. She said, it's a white only school. And I was like, oh, oh. at the time okay. it was. Yeah, okay. I walked out of there in reverse. In case it's, somebody killed my, because I was like, I was, come on, I was a lady, I was like th- 14, you know, 14 because I started school as, as, as I was uh, very young. So for me, that was a, a blow because yeah. I, here I was young as I was wanting to go and study drama properly and mm. I was denied because of mm. my skin color, mm. you know, yeah. mm. but at the same time I was like, I'll prove to you that I can be bigger than whatever you guys can do. So also it means I had to, 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 to read. I knew what I didn't have. I needed to find that power in books. Yeah. I needed to find that power somewhere, wherever I could. Mm-hmm. So sometimes even as a lead actor, if an opportunity came for me afterwards to do work as a runner, or there you were times do. when I used because to Because you've done everything. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There were times you when I used to watch There was a time when you used to make tea. There was a time when I was a runner. There was a time when I was an assistant. There was a time you were like an extra, even though you've been a lead so many times. I know. I know. And the people are like, are you that bored? Yeah. And I'm like, I needed to learn more, but I needed to have the tools to say, when I'm directing somebody or when I'm talking to then someone, you know what I also know does. what it is, and I yeah. also know what a runner does. Mm. You know, uh, if a run, like I, there were some other runners who refused to work after six, and you're like, but dude, if you're gonna drop off somebody in Pretoria at six o'clock, how do you not drive back? Do you call that extra work? So there were also, yeah. But then you also get these challenges now. People want to throw weight because our industry is m- built on ego and yes. relationships. Yes. But firstly, relationships are not ego. Now people mm. tend to throw ego first, and you're like, ah, mm. uh-uh. you know what? I've been an actor before. I've been a crew member. I've been a runner. I've been Everything you can imagine So that also helps ground me But at the same time It also gives me A very strong sense of authority Yeah because then you're You can't You can't You can't can't give me that I know Ah, I've done that I've done that 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 before And I know how it works Exactly So if I'm going to ask For a performance It's not like I'm going to ask For something that's also Impossible to attain Right You know It's things that I know Are doable Mm. You know As long as you agree So I've been Very fortunate in that way That I've Somehow managed to maximize on very minimum resources, and it's a blessing. Okay, with a few minutes that 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 are left, mm-hmm. um, and I uh, I just want to ask a few things. I'm yes. going to ask you all the questions at once so that you can do the thing. I don't understand. One of the first things is like, um, you know, in in the townships we had all these theaters mm-hmm. that we used. I mean, there were halls basically, yeah. but we did. You will sit on a two. Tea, uh, tea stainer <laughs> yeah. to watch a bicycle mm-hmm. on on someone's uh sheet the dining room. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. all yeah. of that and then we had we had sketches mm-hmm. or skits mm-hmm. or we had drama mm-hmm. as now it's it's it has kind of evolved stage, please, yeah. yeah and um there was a lot of youth empowerment in terms of there'll be like ballroom dancing mm-hmm. and there'll be, then we'll go for training. Then, the, then there'll be a session during the week where people came and did karate, yeah. you know, like back in the day, there was always, there was always, exactly. in, yeah. in different I, you know, I think they were, how they were affected. You know? also, yeah. And Sorry. yes, that's where my question is. Yeah. How, how has that been affected mm-hmm. and how can we, what do you think? 
are the ways to make that right? Because AR2, for instance, it yeah. shouldn't be it shouldn't spending be their empty, yeah. empty looking what, what I, it is. Mm. And just because we put so to yeah. theater there, yeah. I, it means exactly. we now can forget about AR2. Mm. You, know, yeah. you know, I think Rami, one of the things, the things that, that affected that was the fact that during the 1976 uprising and 78 about there, all structures that represented government, including township halls, yeah. became targets of our anger. Mm. And they were destroyed. I remember there was a new hall that was built in Meadowlands, Zone 6, and um, we were using it. And some councillor came one day and he was like, I built this wall, and he chucked us out. Oh. Yeah. And then when, and unfortunately, he got killed in that only order because he was a councillor during the apartheid things and stuff like uh-huh. that. But the very hall got burned. Yeah. So all these structures that represented authority and especially government mm. got destroyed within the townships. Yeah. Now for us to go back there, it was another thing. Now the cinemas that were open have we started being in town like your Stekineko and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Now yeah. people also wanted to go to town to watch movies and also do other things. Yeah. So now they killed the culture of going to the cinemas within the townships. Within the but township. also because the cinemas and the townships were not also given the same movies as we're playing in town. Yeah, because they will come a year later. Oh, a year yeah. later when you don't want to see them or yeah. they're all, like I used to go Before. to Lily Cinema or AA2. Yeah. You know, it's, it's only very rare where we, like I saw, I remember seeing King Kong at AA2. Those were, they would show one, very rarely would, would we see other movies in the township. So because they only streamline certain kind of yeah. movies to the township. Yeah. Yeah. So they... Not, it's like they choose what you want. They choose to what see. you wanted to see, and also yeah. didn't give us them. So people ended up not wanting to see those movies because like, they have seen them. They're, come on, we've seen all oh, this movie is so old, or it's not relevant to what we want to yeah. see. Mm. So people ended up going to town and not supporting the local ones. Now, ah. now that all of that is gone, now that's why they re- they had to build somewhere to theater to say yeah. we come need back. a theater in a community. We need this, but we need this theater. In Johannesburg, one of the things that kills us is that theater, most of the, our theater is in town. Mm. Yeah. And there's no transportation to go back to the loca- location. Right. Like, so you want to go, go. You wanna go, wanna go to, to the market theater and you Dude. live in Tembisa. Yeah. How are you going to get there after 8 o'clock or after 10 o'clock like if you don't have a car? Next to mm. Bri, Alhambra. You know, exactly. Mm. Alhambra and stuff like that. So there's Brown. also no You're... access to these places. Mm. It's very difficult to create a culture for people and which you, and when they don't have access to it. How yeah. do you... There's no point. Like That's why most of the cinemas, even in the township, they died because our transport system in the country is quite a problem. Yeah. You know, when you try and cope with this and these other ones are objecting to the other ones. So yeah. it has been a problem. But at the same time, it doesn't mean our minister should look into those who say we start need we need to start building like I mean, my baby hall is still there to start building those little theaters if you want to promote the arts to those little to because that's what we did as well uh, to train you as know, well. My daughter, like Momo, for instance, likes to train young actors and she's even uh, teaching go 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 after. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, one of the things that she talks about is like, oh, I would love to have a community. Theater go mele lens or go kai kai because she likes that. Momo is Momo is listening. No, no, it's Komoto Junior. Komoto, Komoto, yes, Momo Junior. What's wrong with you? Sorry, was uncommon. It's like Naoki Romeo. I mean, like, come on. Stop it. Stop it. Next question, please. Yeah. Where to? Where to? Yeah. I'm busy at the moment. I just got a job actually on Friday working for a major television station. Oh, congratulations. Major, major. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm talking, we're dealing with spirits. Okay. Have you ever seen uh, this program like uh, Long Island Medium? Yes, 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 or yes. Or Hollywood yes. Um, yes, Medium? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're Long- doing something similar. 
Okay. I'm not wow. going to tell you who it is or who's for, but, but what it's going to be called. But I'll be directing something like that. But it's also a very interesting medium because we are a spirit. Yeah. You and know, and until you recognize that spirit in you, yeah. you don't, you'll never know how to interact with others. So yeah. you need to find a way of communicating. Mm. And you know, I was reading something actually about spirits the other day that the shamans, for instance, when uh, the people that we say are not maybe uh, mentally okay or that have mental illnesses, with the shamans, they're like, no, but those people are communicating messages from a different world. Just yeah. Because you don't understand them, you can't declare them it mentally mean unfit. You ca- yeah, no, absolutely. So until we learn to decipher some of these messages, until we learn to open our minds to yeah. other forms of communication, like I was saying, you know, uh, in, my, uh, in my communication this morning, to say, you know, sometimes our biggest prison as human beings is your mind. Mm. If you're not going to allow yourself wow. to grow beyond your own limitations and your own thinking, then you are going to be imprisoned psychologically forever. If you're not going to open yourself to say, you know what, in as much as I follow this kind of religion or way of life, let me learn about the others as well so you can make better decisions informed on your spiritual contact because not everybody you're going to come into contact with will be in the same spiritual yeah. line as you are. Yeah. And ah. until you learn to interact with those yeah, other people Richard, spirits, we, we need to hold we, it there. We, are, we, we need to hold it. Okay, guys, can I go um, now? Yes, you can go. <laughs> but before you go, um, can I ask Romeo's question? How do people get hold of you on social media? Who are you on social media? I'm on now, Facebook, I'm I know you are now Emma Yeah, and then even on even well, on Twitter. On Twitter, now Emma I do have a silly yeah. handle, but if you say now Emma Tsunyan, yeah, it comes. Yeah, yeah. What's, your, what's your what's your silly handle? What does it it's say? Nosferatu seventeen. Oh yes, that's Nosferatu what it is. seventeen. Oh, okay, yeah, fine. but if okay. you say now Emma Tsunyan, it will show up. Then Nosferatu seventeen will show up. It will come. Okay, guys, if you don't know who Neo is, I'm sure you've gotten the hang of it <laughs> but find him google him because he is big like that oh, once sorry. you when you type his name into google he really really shows up yeah. even with images and you can see the cuteness that we've been talking about really? but it's been such an absolute pleasure having yeah. you in studio with thank us thank you so now. much it's been a blessing for me. thank you so much yeah, thank you for coming and, and yeah. yeah man we wish you nothing but the best Amen. and yeah what a beautiful morning it's been <laughs> you, must, you must hire me uh, guys that has been belighted today and we will see you some other time have fun and have a beautiful week ahead. And that's us. Uh, that's it from me and Maromza. Yeah. Say yeah. <laughs> oh. Be lighted. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Oh. Wala, wala. This is Kuala Deza. And you're listening to Be Lighted with Rami and Romeo. Cliffcentral.com.